Welcome everybody to episode 96 of the Shot Pod. That's crazy to say, 96. Yeah. <clears throat> and this will be our Halloween episode for 2023. Welcome to the Halloween spooktacular of the Shot Pod. My name is Alex. And my name is Mark. And this is the, the Shot, Shot Pod. Wow, man, whoever came in to do all the noises did a great job this year. Yeah, <laughs> really great. Uh, anyways, episode 96. I love this. This is We're, we're approaching the 100th episode, so we'll just call it, we'll, 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 count, we'll start it now. It's the countdown to that episode, and we're going to oh, be... Oh, yeah. Right. <laughs> oh, we're too busy being spooky. <laughs> yeah. Uh, we're going to be releasing clips from all these previous episodes. We're going to be approaching 100 episodes of content. We're going to pick some of our favorite moments and do some cool re-releases and all that kind of stuff in the next while. Um, we're going to take a break from our traditional shot pod because this is our Halloween special. So we're not going to talk about news and we're not going to talk too much about you know what's going on in the world. We're not going to talk about nothing other than Halloween because... If well, we, well, we'll recap '96. We're gonna talk, we're gonna talk about 1996 like we've been doing, but we'll we'll keep it short, and we're gonna try to even keep that Halloween related. We'll talk about you know things that were that were horror related that year. I also want to address, and we have to talk about the fact that uh, it was last week we came up with the decision to split our episodes. So we our episodes, oh, man. They're we, usually so jam-packed, and we've always got so much more to talk about, and we hate going over the two-hour mark because it can be really long. It can be long, and then, uh, even for us, even for as content creators, we're like, you know, we're trying to keep it interesting. We're trying to keep our, our voices drawling. I'm trying to stay sober enough to finish the episode. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, there's <laughs> factors. So we're going to start this new thing that I think a lot of you guys are going are gonna to like because the episode started, we would do like an hour 40. You know what I mean? That was a good amount of time. I think people that only have like a half hour, 40 minutes to listen got some good stuff. People that had the whole hour and a half. But then it got close to two hours an episode, then 2.10, 2.15. Now we're hitting two and a half an episode. Yeah. It's just too much. And when you really think about it, it's like, well, what are we doing in the two and a half hours? Well, we're talking about the 90s, whatever year that, that, uh, that we're ranking nostalgia that year. We're talking about current news that has happened, and God knows there's a lot of it, whether it's Biden and his drugs in the White House, whether it's Hamas and Israel and all the things going on over there and war, uh, Ukraine and stuff, whether we're talking about who's been canceled that week, why, and how it's not supposed to happen. Or even just re reviewing movies, games. Get, that's a big one. We, we were talking about Starfield. You got into talking about Starfield, and then we went on my rant last week about my Xbox conversion, how I've just given up on Sony. And, how I'm and that was the start of part two, but the first one was literally all reviews of The Exorcist. Yeah. The VR, the the movie exercise. So, so we, we were just finding that we have like six or seven topics per two and a half hour episode. So why not do the three topics in part one and do the other four in part two? Kind of split it up. If you're at work 
you know, maybe you listen to the first hour when it drops on the Monday, and then you'll listen to that second hour on Thursday when we drop it on Friday. When it, so, I mean, if we'll for, for anybody who thinks that our episodes are too long upon first glance, you're like, oh, my God, I don't have this kind of time. We always said, well, you don't have to listen to us straight through. You can yeah. pause it. Essentially, all we're doing is we're creating the pause. We're keeping it easy for you. And it'll, each episode will still start the same. It'll start with our intro, our music, and us saying who we are. And then each part will us going, all right, that's the end of part one. And then it'll be over, and then we'll just have like a quick little... Welcome back to the shop pod. It's part two. <laughs> and here we go. It'll be yeah. you know very cut and dry and simple, so you won't have to worry about things like, you know... That's one thing I kind of hate. Like, if you watch a show that's got like 11-minute episodes and they're really short, you know what I mean? You got to watch the theme song every time. You know what I mean? Or 22-minute episodes. It's like... Although some some shows like The Office, it never gets boring hearing that theme over and over again. But there are some shows where I'm just like, skip intro, skip yeah. intro. You know what I mean? So yeah, that's a little change for us. But uh, now that that's out of the way, it's time to talk about Halloween and spend this entire episode pretty much kind of going into all of it. Um, what I'd like to start the episode um, by kind of talking to you about video games real quick, though, if okay. you don't mind. Before we get into Halloween, we're definitely getting into that. My boy Marky just got himself Spider Man Two. Oh, Spider Man Two! He's on. a huge fan of right now. He's a big Spider Man fan. He's always yeah. been Spider. So he's slight. It's a slightly biased opinion, but it is still a valuable, <laughs> valid one. It's like when I review Sonic. Like I'm never gonna say it's garbage, but we all except for Sonic Six. Right, but even then, I can't say it's garbage. That soundtrack, bro. In his world, his world. Do do do. Yeah, you can't really hate it. You're like, yeah, the game's garbage, but the game's the crap. But that soundtrack, son. You know? <laughs> Anyways, so yeah, we're gonna, we're gonna um, I'm gonna talk about Spider-Man Two, and then I would like to talk a little bit about um, the Mario Wonder versus Superstars because I'm just seeing what's going on out there with that, yeah. just how funny that is, sales and stuff. But anyways, yeah. So tell me about, um, have you got the last game that you were going off on? How amazing it was with Starfield. Yep. Starfield was kind of like, you're like, this is why people should get an Xbox. It's just yep. so good. I saw somebody make an Imperial Star Cruiser in it. Yep. Yeah, I saw a video guy. He comes up over uh, some, that's no moon. <laughs> he comes up over some horizon and this like big, you know, this ship's there. And I'm like, damn. And you hear him live like, bro, is that like Gideon Star Cruiser? Did somebody <laughs> make Moth Gideon's? And it is. It's Gideon's Star yep. Destroyer. Or is, it's a light star cruiser from Mando season three, and somebody built it in Starfield. Yeah, hell yeah! Like, <laughs> oh boy, I also seen Mando like made up, full up him, like yeah. with with whatever yeah. they can find. Like I think it's funny. They should just sell the game to LucasArts. Like really, at the end of the day, just sell to LucasArts. Take the planets you made and add the ones from Star Wars and make it all one. You know what I mean? Because the Star Wars kids are taking over that game. I think that's yeah. cool that they can do that. They have that yeah. freedom. And Star Wars isn't suing. They're not like, no, I can't do that. Blah, 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 blah. Thank you. So the one thing with Starfield is I always considered it to just be the buffer. Like it was it was the game that I was going to play while I was waiting for Waiting Spider for Spider-Man. You're such a game slut, man. <laughs> you don't even worry about the money. You're just like, nah, I'll let these guys, I'll let these games use me up while I wait for this other game to slap me around. Yeah. Yeah. Like, it sounds like a good night. <laughs> now, uh, spoilers in terms of story for Spider-Man 2, but uh, I'm loving, loving the story. And so talk to me about the story. So, I, And I was actually kind of shocked that I would love the story because I don't like Craven overall as a Spider-Man villain. So what, do you, what Mark's trying to say is that uh, Wes Craven? <laughs> no, Craven the Hunter. Craven the Hunter, sorry. Yeah. I liked him. <laughs> is our main bad guy. Yeah. And he's the main bad guy. He finds the other Spider-Man villains that you might be familiar with, like um, uh, Sandman and 
Vulture, Vulture. lizard, and he's shocker. murdering them. Yes, all for the sake of the hunt. So that he, he's all he's all about uh, the ultimate hunt. Now he's like one of those weird rich guys you see standing over an elephant in Africa. Yeah, going ha ha, got him. Like yeah. he just can't get over the hunt. <laughs> and he's uh, using whatever technology, uh, training as well as whatever uh, bio bionetic engineering bioengineered weapons that that he can to improve his own self to make him hunt better nice. against whatever so he must become the ultimate hunter yeah right and and so like he doesn't think spider-man's a threat really at all everybody's and mistaken. he's going after all Famous the villains and you're trying to save the villains which is an interesting so yeah that's the thing, that's the thing you told me that made me go you know, because I was like, why should I care about this? Because I was, I'll be real with you, as a, uh, an unbiased opinion, I was not impressed with the first Spider-Man game. Yeah. The Miles Morales upgrade was cool. Yeah. I'll give you that. But the original game, I found, I, it was like Assassin's Creed 1. It was so boring. You know what I mean? To me, it's <laughs> like same missions over and over, same crap. I did like the island. I thought Manhattan was really cool. I, I liked the map. I like a lot about it. Yeah. Just keeping my OCD interest, you know, that, that it, but it was hard. This game, even why I watched Mark play for ten minutes, and I'm already like, okay, there's a lot more to offer. Yeah, there's different types of missions and stuff. So uh, the first game, very repetitive. It's just faction. It's faction um, peasant peon versus. Eventually, you get to the boss, and uh, and that's all it was with every bad guy they had henchmen and then boss henchmen and then boss uh miles morales picked it up a little bit by adding some different activities and then uh and then spider-man 2 topped it off by and adding so miles morales more. did so well some you know i think they saw that okay this is what people want they want yeah. this open world but they want these they want it to be you know change a lot they they, they want to be doing different things I think, not to be mean, but I think they kind of stole this a little bit from the Arkham Asylum and the Arkham games because, like, the first one was very... It was just a linear story. Very it wasn't linear, even go in this order. And you could only do certain... I think it was like each... each, each, each um, You could only attack groups of guys or bosses in, in way X. There wasn't really room for creativity. Yeah. I see that in Spider-Man, you could, you know, use the Venom suit, which I'm going to ask you about, you know, to do attack the guys in some ways, but you could to have a completely different approach and be more stealthy in another way. There's a lot of different ways you could do it. You kind of have more freedom. Yeah. Seems like yeah. in the game. Talk to me about the Venom thing, though. What, what makes this game so cool? Okay, so, uh, so the story for Venom in this is Harry Osborn is sick with the same disease that was killing his mom. And so Dr. Kurt Connors and Norman Osborn are basically have him uh, rocking the symbiote earlier to to basically put his illness on hold. And so he seems all healthy because whenever the symbiote uh, has a host, I mean, it wants its host makes to be the healthy. Ho yeah, yeah, it makes the host undefeatable, but it's slowly eating them from the inside, as yeah. most people saw in the Venom movie with Hardy. Yeah. So, um, from there, when Harry discovers that, oh, he's got spider powers, uh, Pete saves Harry, and, uh, and, then, and then Harry actually comes out and lifts up part of a falling Ferris wheel with this Venom suit, and Peter's like, Harry? And then Harry's like, Pete? <laughs> what? So they know each other is, I mean, well, obviously, Harry The identities knows. are given away. Yeah. And then... 
And then well, big spoilers, guys. If you if you want to play the game and not have it spoiled, you know, skip a couple minutes. Yeah, yeah it's a cool story. And then uh, Craven, he's uh, he he's kidnapped Doctor Kirk Connors, who is cured of the lizard uh, illness, and he's trying to reactivate it. So through uh, some scientific meddling, he uh, he's found uh, more or less a potion, a poison, um, something to re. To recause the lizard, reanimate, re-animate the lizard inside. The lizard inside. Yeah, yes. I like. So that. Mary Jane goes off on this trip to try to save Doctor Kirk Connor. She gets caught in one of uh, the hunters' uh, vans, and you play a Mary level. Jane getting caught in those dark vans. Quit yeah. taking candy from strangers, MJ. Yeah. God damn it! Yeah, and you play this level as Mary Jane with a stun gun. You told me this, so you don't just number one. This game is uh, in my, very interesting because you get to play as both Miles and Peter, and you can even double team. Like you can call on each other to help each other in situations, which yeah. is very cool. But then there's this aspect of you're playing. Uh, maybe you get to play. Who's the Daily Bugle guy? Uh, Jay Jones. Maybe you get to say Jay Jones. He's out there. He's like, I'm gonna get this Spider-Man picker. You know, he's got a cigar <laughs> hanging out of his mouth. Arr, maybe uh, that'd be cool. But you know what I'm saying? But you got to play as MJ. I like that. It's kind of like remember when you played Assassin's Creed Two and you just like woke up and you're having like an Altair dream. Yeah. You're like, oh, this is like I just I love that dynamic. In Sonic Frontiers, you're Sonic for the whole game, and then now the new DLC, you get to be the other three characters and build up their skill trees. You know, like it's just as soon as the game introduces that other character that other that other sprite you know what i mean you're immediately like oh it's a little different so there was a moment in this game where uh a lot has been going on with both spider people spider men uh and so they they peter wants to take a break and so he goes off to the fair with harry and mj and you literally get to play the ferret games. You're playing whack-a-mole. Uh, oh, yeah. you, you do the, the sledgehammer thing. I noticed when I was watching you play, too, you do get to, which wasn't in the first one, I think, at all, or much at, if there was any, you get to play as yourself, the normal dude, like not Spider-Man. Alexa? Alexa? Or computer? Stop. That's weird. Was that them upstairs? No. No, it's just... Yeah. See, this is what... I'm going to be real with you. This is why I don't have any of this... <laughs> hey, listen to my voice and activate stuff at my house. It doesn't exist because it's all funny games when you first get it. Then it's a year old and it starts effing up. And it starts doing stuff like that where you're in the middle of shooting a podcast and it just starts playing some crappy <laughs> pop freaking song. And I'm like, really? Are you serious right now? I am not. If it was a child, I would have already beaten it. But so, it's not. It's just day high. So, anyways, as I was saying, uh, you're you're uh, you want to take a break from the Spider-Man thing. Yeah. And so, uh, Pete, Harry, and MJ, you go off to the fair. You play whack-a-mole. You do the uh, you do the strongman thing. And as you're doing the strong, nice. as you're doing the strongman thing uh, with the with the mallet, the sledgehammer. Uh, Harry takes it, and then he hits it so hard, the bell pops off and flies off. Because he's got venom in him. What is going on? And he doesn't know at this time. He doesn't know that venom's in there. The symbiote's like, would you like me to break the bell? No, (laughs) don't break the bell. I don't want him to know that. I'm going to break the bell. I said, don't break the bell. (laughs) Hang on, I'm going to break the bell. Now he knows. Thanks. Or at least he (laughs) suspects it. Sorry, I didn't mean to. (laughs) So... After after the fair, when you kind of know uh, that Harry's got spider powers, I got dinner. So after you know when Harry's got spider powers, and he knows of uh, that Peter is Spider Man, the 
what happens is he's basically like, we can be spider pals now. And so- we spider bros. So, hey, are you my spider bro? You, you my spider bro. Yeah, so Spider-Man goes off on a mission and uh, he's talking to Harry on the phone and Harry sounds out of breath and Peter's like, what are you doing? He's like, oh, I'm working out. And then he just shows up and you're like, I, I knew it. I knew it. But when he shows up, he's covered in full symbiote and he's actually Agent Venom. So he's not like the, the regular Venom. He's actually Agent Venom. So anyways, MJ is out at uh, an old rundown abandoned zoo uh, where Craven has taken up uh, resi- residence. Okay. And, His evil lair. And you're there to save Dr. Kurt Connors. And uh, as MJ finds a phone, calls Harry, uh Peter and Harry eventually show up for like this big overall battle. And then Craven comes in at this this cutscene, and you think Peter would do something to him. No, he catches Peter by the throat, holds him, stabs him in the side. Oh and, no! And uh and he's dying. And it's it, So he just grabs him and just like, Hoo! Yeah. That's what you get. And he's dying. And it's like, oh, he's he's gonna you think die. It's like a liver or a kidney he got. <laughs> no, real. He got him in yeah, a good he got him yeah. in a he got him in a he, soft spot. Pro- probably a kidney. Yeah. But uh, that's one thing I hate about TV when he gets stabbed in the abdomen. Anytime you get hit in the abdomen and it's like they make it, I'm like, really? Have you ever had a kidney just stop working or get cut in half? You we know, gotta, we got to quack that. We gotta, sorry, you don't just get to get up and walk away. You know what I mean? Yeah. I like that in this situation, Peter is actually going to die. Yeah. Like there's no saving him until. Until Harry's uh, kind of. Grabbing his arm, like Pete, Pete, you get, you gotta stay with me. You gotta stay awake. Gotta stay awake. You gotta stay with me. And then, uh, and then the symbiote leaves him and goes on to Peter. Well, okay, I should say first off, Mary Jane is walking Peter away from the battle, and you hear Peter saying, "Like, I, I can't see. It, it's, it's getting cold. It's getting dark. I can't see. I can't Bro, see." Bro, it's a, that's not what, cool. And and while this is going on, Harry's losing it on Craven. He's like, "You." You, and Riff. he's b- beating beat shit up. Good. Because, but does he have the symbiote? Still? Yes. Oh, yeah. So him and the yeah. symbiote. Are just so like, yeah. So Craven's like, "What is this? Like this? this Hashtag beast mode." Yeah. This could be the hunt that I'm looking for. Gets his ass beat, and then Harry finally leaves, and that's when Peter's laying on the ground and is dying. He actually dies for a couple seconds, and then the symbiote leaves Harry, goes to Peter, and revives him. It's like I feel that. better than I've ever felt before. Today, <laughs> and then and I think that the, it's cool. The venom suit is such a, a a metaphor for drug use. If you really think <laughs> about it, it really is. You know, like in the moment, you're like, yeah, but it's killing you slowly. And it might take <laughs> it might take weeks, months. It could take years. But eventually, you'll want to get rid of that suit because that great feeling is is all false. It's an all false profit kind of idea. But it's the suit now now owns you. Now it owns you. Yeah. Now you can't live without it. Yeah. Now what do you do, right? Oh yeah, very very cool, very metaphorical. There's uh, but in terms of villains, like you have Sandman, and Sandman's consciousness is split up throughout crystals through the city, because at the very beginning, Sandman's a massive uh, monster that uh, you and Miles kind of take on together, and uh, and with it you kind of soak his limbs, like you you knock over a water tower or whatever, and then you. I wish I'd seen this scene you're describing. It sounds amazing. And then, uh, and then you electrocute it, kind of fry, and then yeah, you know, you knock off the limbs. Oh wait a minute! So you get him wet, and then you you cover him in electricity. Um, 
Ionizing. That's called ionizing. That's how you ionize water. Okay. So if you did that to say, like, that's actually very scientifically clever. Yeah. That's how you did it. And then he split his personality split off. Yeah. That makes sense because that's how you, you know how you get ionized water? And that means that it's like, it's used, it, that, for those that don't know, that means that they've used an electrical signal to take the H2O and separate it from any other minerals that are in there so that they can separate it and then add what they want kind of idea. It's a more pure way of doing it. But that would make sense. That would yeah. actually work if they wet the sand and then he electrocuted it. It would separate the particles in a way that only electricity can do. And if, I mean, there was a personality amongst those particles, it, it would segregate. Yeah. Or whatever you want to call it. I guess maybe that's not the right word. But separate. Separate is what I meant. Yeah. yeah, it would cut everything into... Smaller consciousness pieces. That's a really cool, clever idea. <laughs> I, 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 didn't, I wish I'd seen the scene because in the game I saw a scene where you fought the sand people, all these kind of sand yeah. people, and then you know you found this crystal and it's got like memory chunks. Each, yeah. each, each crystal has a piece of a memory where you're like, okay, you're following a trail. I like this. So That part of the game was cool too. And there's, uh, there's also what starts off as like a, a fair game, like... If, as if you're at the fair, if there's like a Mysterio's uh, crazy future technology, like interactive uh, adventure. And when you when you go inside as Miles, uh, there's somebody else that's trapped in there, and then you end up having to battle all these uh, all these basically Mysterio's. Like he's it's like a, a a flaming a green flaming skull inside a fishbowl. Yeah, that's Mysterio. Yeah. Yeah, and it, and it always like as you finish it and you come out of this circle, you have Quentin Beck who is Mysterio, and he's like, "Oh, oh, I'm sorry, like I have no idea what's going on." But a as you finish each one, you get a, a developer diary USB stick, and it talks like it's his backstory leading up to this. Oh, yeah, it's pretty. Cool. That's so clever. So it it sounds to me like this is almost like three games in one. Yeah, because like there's so many different. There's things. so many character arcs and things like that. It's like. No wonder it took this. When did uh, the first one come out? Was it 17 or 18? Uh, I don't remember. But it was around then, right? Yeah. So it's been, what, five years? They've had five years to develop this new one. So, like, yeah, the bar does need to be up here, but yeah. they, apparently they've hit it. Apparently they're there. I, I can't wait for you to beat it. So let's talk. Let's break it down. Let's finish this review up with um the four things that I always ask Mark. 2018. The four things I always ask Mark. I'm so good at guessing that bullshit. That BS. <laughs> I'm really good at it. <laughs> um, Mechanics, out of, out of mechanics, five. very easy to work with, very great flowing. Even what I saw, just, just it looks like I could play it. If yeah. I could play it and probably do well, it's got good mechanics. So what'd you give it? Four to four and a half out of five. Mechanics, I give it a five out of five. five. Out of five, yeah. nothing flawless. I love that. Yeah. Graphics, I give it five. Graphics, five out of five. Yeah. I'll be real. I haven't seen a PS5 game that's exclusive to the system. Keep that in mind, kids. Exclusive to the system. Don't be like, oh, I ain't got this game. Not that great. Well, there's a PS4 version. So all they did was take the PS4 version and give it HD and move on. Yeah. If it's made for the 5, then it's made for that, and it's made with a separate engine. Yeah. Okay? So know the difference. Um, so we give it 5 out of 5 for graphics. We get, you're going to give it 5 for mechanics. Um, let's talk about, like the like you said, the story and how into it you feel. You yeah. know what I mean? Like, are you, are you Miles in that moment? You're probably going to rate oh, that yeah. part pretty high too. Yeah, uh, yeah, I'd probably say five so across the board. And at the end of the day, you're overall. Well, you know, how's it feel at the end of the day? What about any online content? Is there any online factor? Uh, no, not friends? right now. So uh, the developers said that there's that there won't be DLC for this game. Uh, the game is what you get. Like it's the full. It everything is. So they're not effing around. Yeah. Because 
I know with Frontiers, they do that crap where they're, you know, this DLC thing where they you get the game and a year later they're like, oh, this is the part, this is what we really wanted to do, but we don't have, we didn't have time. I know, I, I'm, I don't know about you, but I'm kind of not cool with that. I, I know that Frontiers did it, you know, they have release dates that they're trying to really, they're trying to get to. And I'm okay if a game has a mediocre ending and then they kind of make it better. But it, yeah, this is how you do it. Release oh. the game in its entirety, properly done, all at once. The one thing I want to make sure I mention here uh, is the 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 utilization of the dual sense controller. So anytime uh, uh, the the podcast that's in game that Miles listens to comes on, it uh, the music plays through for the podcast plays through the controller speaker. Uh, when you are Venom and you hit. You, both L3 and R3, you hit this Venom Surge mode. And this is cool. You told me about yeah, this. I was like, what? And, and so, like, you'll see kind of tendrils come around the edge of the screen, but out of the speaker, the controller, all you hear is like, you're mine, you're mine, you're mine. So, like, when you're playing in a, um, a survival game and the killer's about to get you, they usually have the screen get, like, black and yeah. small, or if you get hit, it'll make a red border so that you can tell you've been damaged. So it does that, but, like, with the black Venom. Yeah. And then, the con although the, the music for the game will be playing through your speakers, and the screen will be normal, and everything will seem normal on screen, the controller, which is supposed to be like your brain, is like, I've got you, you're mine. Yeah. You know, the symbiote's letting you know that you, it's taking you over. Yeah, it's really How cool. goddamn clever that's is that? Amazing. How smart is that? Yeah. The time to take to do that. I think that that's one thing that I think the new the, the PlayStation is doing that maybe Microsoft isn't quite hitting with their new system, is using the controller in well, a really I mean, dynamic we, way. We, we talked about how Microsoft is learning from this. And, they are. And they'll have a I controller love that. come out. And, as much as I'm jumping on the Xbox train, it's still funny to watch them be like, what? Oh, that sounds like yeah. a good... It's like when iPhone's like, hey, we do that. And we're like, yeah, we're Android users over here. We've been doing that since 16. Yeah. You know what I mean? It's so, my favorite. So even with the, the, uh, the triggers, when... You're whoa, trying whoa. to break. Oh right, I forgot. To so when you're trying it. to break up uh, the, the rock to to get to Sandman's crystal, if you smell la, 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 with the rock or Sandman's cooking, cooking. Uh, there you have to break open a rock, and inside there's a crystal, and that releases Sandman's uh, memory. But you have to hold both L two and R two, and as you do it, you feel the resistance, like the tension in in the triggers. That's like because it's a rock; it's not just like something gooey that's just like. Oh, I saw you when you were holding it. It's like break it open. It was asking you to break yeah. it open, so you have to hold the triggers, and it gives you resistance. Yeah. So you're not able to like just pull the triggers in all the way. Like it pulls to a little bit and stops, and then you have to pull the rest. Oh, of the okay. I'll be real with you, man. <laughs> that, that's clever, and I like it. But how long is that gonna last? Like, let's be. You know what I mean? The controllers. That's gonna stop working in like six months. <laughs> Honest to God, I, I can't. What? What is it? Almost November. By April, that part of the controller will stop working. I guarantee it. Honestly, we're men are strong dudes. You throw that <laughs> controller off the wall once because you're frustrated, and I guarantee you that's yeah, not yeah. going to work. Yeah, don't, don't, don't throw your controllers off the wall, kid. They do too much now. Like, you used to be able to get away with it. <laughs> ah, darn it! How many lines? I have three lines. I gotta, I, tell me they started me at my checkpoint. Tell me that. Gosh! I'm back at the freaking menu. 
You know, we've all really, really. Oh, I died and it took me out to the menu. What? Yeah, what is this, 94? Yeah, what is this, NES? God damn it. But yeah, so this, this still exists in the world, you know? Like, yeah, I, don't do not do it. Don't do not give it the toss. It's just not worth it anymore. They just do too much. <laughs> you know? I feel like the controller's going to sense it. You'll be like, ah! You'll lift it in the controller and be like, no, please. <laughs> you can't afford another one. You're like, yeah, you're right. I can't. You, you got me. <laughs> Okay, so we're going to get into... So overall, I, I, you gave me three out of four. What did you give it overall? You gave me mechanics, you gave me the graphics, you gave me like, what's the overall out of five? I'm going to say, I, I'm still going to give it a like, oh, out of five. Out of five, yeah, 4.8? Yeah, let's give it a 4.8. You can use decimals, I ain't going with yeah, that. Not, not, a, not a perfect five, only because at some point it's going to get repetitive. I mean, it's got so much to do, but then once I'm done the story, I know I'm just going to be running through all the side activities and be like, okay, this is where it gets repetitive. Gotcha, gotcha, yeah. gotcha. I got to say the graphics alone make it worth it. You you have a skin that you put on where you were miles with a little cat on the backpack and the little cat in the backpack pokes his head out and does all these cute animations that kind of made my whole day. Yeah. So yeah, check that out. Um what else um Sonic Superstars is doing really well, and everybody says it's um, the multiplayer part sucks, and everybody is saying that eighty dollars is too much for a two D game, so they don't want to pay it because it's not that long and it's just a two D game. Should have been forty or fifty. Uh, Mario Wonder the pre orders are doing very well, but all the people are talking about how they're having huge problems online. It's not connecting. It's glitchy. It's hard to. And that was why Sonic Superstars dropped the online aspect of the of the co op. Yeah. They completely dropped it because there is a delay between you and the and your buddy. So while you're on screen with your other buddies and you're doing co op, the person isn't physically a sprite. They're a dot. Oh yeah. Yeah. So it's like that's a bad idea. That's yeah. a Mario Wonder thing. Yeah. It's, so that's stupid. Like I wouldn't play online ever if the people I was playing with were dots. Yeah. And, and assuming that they they have if they have the same connection speed you do, I think it'll make them a sprite. But if you guys are having some type of differentiating, um, um, help me out here, differentiating internet yeah. upload late, speed, late, late. yeah, then they're gonna separate you and make it a dot. So yeah. like if you go off screen, it doesn't ruin everything. So yeah, I gotta do the the D and D thing here. But yeah, that that's that's kind of interesting. But anyways, that's it for video games. All right, let's get into full fledged Halloween. So here. getting into Halloween. It's Halloween 2023. Do you mind me asking what you're doing? Like, let's talk personal. Like, what? Well, you, you asked plans? this last time, and it said that I kind of want to hand out candy this year. Yeah, but you would you have a you get a costume yet? You know who you want to dress. Well, up yeah, for? I was thinking I, I want to be uh, the Reaper. The Reaper? Yeah, just the Grim just, Reaper? Just a Grim Reaper. You know, take my glasses off. Get this. I think you should get a baby, like a little tiny, like Cabbage Patch baby, and I think you should like put your scythe that you're gonna have. Your 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 Grim Reaper scythe and just hang the baby on it, you know, just for additive. <laughs> and then maybe every now and then just like jiggle the baby on the end of it and just be like, "That's what happens if you guys don't <laughs> do your math homework." I don't know. <laughs> Whatever you say to kids to scare them these days. If you want, you could describe like ripping someone's intestines out, and I'll just eat this macaroni, and it'll sound well. Good. Actually, and it'll sound like it. Actually, I'm going to talk about a couple movies that I saw. So there was one movie that I watched uh, with Samara, and it's called Dear David. And uh, I, hadn't, I, I hadn't heard anything about it. Uh, Tamara and I, when we went to see Poltergeist, we saw a poster for Dear David, and it's was like, what is this? And then I watched the trailer for it, and I was like, 
Oh, I remember seeing this on Twitter. There was a, a person who worked for BuzzFeed who started an entire thread about his place being haunted and seeing a little boy named David sitting in a chair at the, the side of his bed. I remember seeing uh, videos that this guy posted about this. I remember seeing the entire thread. I mean, out of all the ghost videos I watch, uh, I had seen this. This was, uh, yeah, uh, you, what you're saying is you see a lot. Yeah. So if it stood out in your head, it must be yeah. something. So, so then when I, when I saw the plot of this movie via trailer, I was like, oh, it's this. Oh. <laughs> so, we, so we had to watch it. And uh, I mean, it. I mean, if you look at the the reviews online, people are giving it three point eight out of ten. But Boom. I I enjoyed it. I enjoyed it for what it was. It was like a haunting thing, and it was like messing with this guy's mind to the point where he essentially didn't know what was real and what wasn't. Uh, he would fall asleep and wake up and find that uh, the the character in the movie is gay, and he he would find that. He would get a, a mean text or a voicemail from his boyfriend saying like, yo, what the hell did I do to you? And it's like, what? what? I didn't I didn't do anything to you. And then he'd listen back to like the messages he sent. And like, oh, I, I didn't send them. I don't them. remember sending this. Yeah. Interesting. So, uh, so it had to do with a boy that was essentially being picked on in a chat room. So he would post his drawings, and then he would get picked on in the chat room to the point where he's like, why are you guys so mean? And then uh, and from there, it goes on to another scene of this person who works for BuzzFeed, and that's where this person, Adam Ellis, did work for BuzzFeed. And he was an illustrator himself. Well, being an il illustrator, I mean, you post stuff, you're going to get some people that likes your stuff, you're going to get some people that hate your stuff. And so the people that hated his stuff would just comment mean things. And so he would try to attack the trolls. Right. And so like his coworkers would say, just don't worry about the trolls. There's always going to be trolls. You're not going to be able. So he actually attacked the trolls and he would say something like D-I-A-F, which is die in a fire. Why don't yeah. you die in a fire? And then, and then underneath that, somebody replied, why are you so mean? And it's dear David and dear David follows him. So Dear David follows him, and once uh, this happened, it, it like essentially opened a doorway for David to get ya. stalk I'm Adam. Get ya. Yeah. Don't say his name five times in the mirror, right? Well, actually, Adam has, uh, has this thing in chat room where you only get three questions to ask. But after the third, something's going to happen. Something's going down. Yeah. Okay, okay, okay. Um, what did I... What did I check out recently? Oh, I saw a knock at the cabin. M night shamalama lama 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 ding dong. Okay. Um. I'll tell you the premise. Can I tell you the premise? Okay. So, um, starts with this little girl, little little Asian girl in the woods, and she's just hanging out, and Dave Bautista, who's very soft spoken, and and very together, you know, very soft spoken and very uh, collected and calm walks up to this little girl in the woods. He sits down and he goes, hi, uh, you know, what's your name? And she's kind of like, I don't talk to strangers. And he's like, that's okay. Uh, maybe I could, you know, t ask you a couple questions and we don't have to be strangers. And you're like, you're watching it like, this is an interesting opening scene. 
Anyways, they have a short conversation. He kind of wins the girl over so that she's not creeped out that he's sitting chatting with her. And she says, uh, he asks her, they, they're playing a, like a question game. He helps her find grasshoppers. Yeah, they're, they're finding grasshoppers. And at one point, they're playing a little question game. And she, he says, where'd you get that little scar on your lip? And she gets a little embarrassed about it, right? And it's funny, because my girlfriend has a cleft lip, too. So I immediately was like, oh, that's what it looks like when they're <laughs> babies. I get it now, right? So, I, I, But it is. It's, you know, the, the girl kind of shies away. And I was like, yeah, that, people with cleft lips tend to do that, you know? And he says, well, I'm sorry. That was too personal. He, and and it, he said a really cool line. He said, um, and it's how the movie starts. It's, it sets the tone for the whole film. He says, um, it's okay. Not all scars are on the outside. If you could look inside of me, you would see that I have many scars and that I am broken because of what I have to do today. <laughs> that's, and then poof, the name of the movie comes up. Yeah. And that's your opening scene. And you're like, what the fuck? Like, is Dave Bautista going to molest this little girl? No, far worse, guys. It gets far worse than that. <laughs> So, yeah. So, anyways, she gets up and kind of runs to her cabin. And the story in the first few minutes, I won't ruin the movie for you, is that... We've seen it. Is that, yeah, for oh. everybody else, is that the people that come and, and, and knock on the door, they've all had these horrible visions, very specific visions about the end of the world, and then they've somehow found each other. And they've, they know. They just know through these visions that, they have to, that these people have to make a sacrifice to save the world. So, of course, the, the, the people that they take captive in this cabin are like... Pfft, that's insane. You guys are nuts. So rather than hurting the people they've captured, they start hurting themselves to say, well, if you don't make a decision, a very special decision that we need you to make, we're just going to start offing ourselves like literally one at a time. And it's, it's pretty horrifying. So yeah, it's a great movie. It's got a cool premise. It's very creepy. Would I say it's as good as Shyamalan's, you know, like the village twist or like signs twist or like a movie with a what a twist, you know, maybe nah, probably not a lot of twist ending. It's pretty predictable. The ending's probably what you think it would be. It's nothing too special. Yeah. But it's very, very compelling. It's very well written. And I got to say, if you're a fan of Dave and you want to see him grow as an actor, he takes this role and fucking becomes it. He is so he plays a second grade, a second grade school teacher. Mm-hmm. That's like apparently one of the four horsemen. You know what I mean? Like it's pretty <laughs> fucking cool. So I would I would suggest you check it out. I liked it. Um, I give it a seven out of ten as far as horror nice. movies go. Um, what else? Throw me another one. All right. So in light of it being Halloween, uh, Landmark is re-releasing some horror movies into Hocus theaters. Pocus is one of the ones. Hocus Pocus. Uh, as well as Casper. Nightmare Before Christmas. Friday the 13th. The very first one. And Nightmare on Elm Street. The and A Nightmare one. on Elm Street. So I took Heath in to see A Nightmare on Elm Street, the first one last night. I was going to say, I'm glad you didn't take him to see Friday the 13th, the first one, because it sucked. <laughs> so that's what I was I was going to say. I'm sitting here in a Friday the 13th shirt, and I'm a bigger fan of Jason than oh, I am no, Fred. Fran- but- the franchise is far superior. I would argue Friday the 13th is a superior franchise, but those first two movies... So the story of Friday the 13th is a good story. Uh, it's the execution of it. It's just not that good. I, th- I think because... Like Star Wars. I, th- <laughs> I think because of uh, Psycho and... I mean, that's really the only other thing that I can think of that had the first person murders. Okay, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Oh, if I think hard, I could come up with more. Yeah, but it's but, but Friday the 13th had the first person murders as yeah. well. Yeah, yeah, they did. And, uh, and, I mean, it just, the fact that it was made satire in uh, The Fresh Prince later on, 
Uh, it was like, okay, what? Any franchise that has their iconic, or iconic uh, what's the word? Their iconic parts of the franchise used in any context. Like that's a hands down win in my yeah. opinion. Like that, you know, when you see people protesting for women's rights and they all wear Handmaid's Tale outfits, that says a lot that the show has done well. When people are like, "Yeah, we're gonna take this idea and run with it," I like when when horror franchises get that same type of recognition. Yeah. Like now, nobody was really scared of like a doll with spirals on its cheeks, but now you see that and you're fucking terrified. Yeah. But you, like in 2001, you weren't. 2001, you would have just thought it was a dumb looking doll. I mean, if you watch. Friday the 13th, the first one, and you watch Pamela, the way she kills some people, I can guarantee that somebody should have been able to overpower her yeah. on something yeah, I at agree. least once. By the second one, they were like, okay, Jason's unstoppable. You know what I mean? Like, they made it so that it didn't matter. Was the second one where he broke a guy's back? Just picked him up and dropped him on his back, and he just splits in half. I, I don't remember. I, I don't I remember his kills specifically in the second one, but that I he was p- potato sack head in that one. Yeah, he yeah. Oh, the second one is potato. Sa- yeah, I think that's the one where he just like he's standing there holding the guy, and the guy's like flailing, and he just drops his hands, and he's <laughs> on the back, and everyone ah, like I've, I was like fuck <laughs> yeah, like that's that's how you say. That's how you make somebody look like, okay, we can't fight back. Like, there's no fighting back. You know what I mean? And there's another one where he gets stabbed. I think it might have been the third or the fourth one where he gets the pocket, a big pocket knife or something in the neck. And he's just like, his whole neck is sideways, but he continues to stand kind of, <laughs> <laughs> right? And then he pulls it out and it's squirting blood like a real person. Yeah. And then he just kind of like, <laughs> his neck and he just continues the pursuit. Yeah. Fucking terrifying! Like yeah. that's when they got. That's why Friday the Thirteenth is iconic yeah. because of those. They really Friday the Thirteenth is like a band that you know gets picked up when they do their first record, and it's not the best record. You know what I mean? But they they know that they're going to develop this artist, and by the time that artist puts out the third or fourth record, they're U two or they're Motley Crue or they're like Led Zeppelin, they're like one of the biggest bands in the world. Friday the Thirteenth was like that. Mm-hmm. It was like a band that got picked up on an indie label that needed development. Those first movies and a bit of that second one. Had like room for. By the time they got into the third one, they built they built uh, a franchise yeah. that would never die. So I got to give credit there. But gun to my head, Nightmare on Elm Street is a superior franchise just because of better quality movies. But they came later. When was the first Friday Thirteenth? Sixty nine or seventy? Uh, Maybe I thought, I thought it was like eighty two. Oh, is it eighties? Is it that? Yeah. Sorry, that's what that's what I meant. I I I'm messing my decades up. Seventy nine, eighty. That's kind of what I meant. I, I messed up there. Uh, yeah, 1980. 80, okay, perfect. So they were making it in 79, so it's still considered a 70s era film. Yeah. First Friday the 13th was like 84, 85, so they... No, 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 no. that was Friday oh, the 13th. Sorry, no, sorry, the first Nightmare on Elm Street was oh. 84, 85, right? So it's like they had the Friday the ter- 13th franchise to learn from and almost use. Yeah. Which, I mean, to be fair, they kind of did, right? You agree? Yeah, it came in 80, 84. So let's definitely, the people that made it, had seen the Friday the 13th and maybe thought, okay, we could do something like that, but maybe a little better. Yeah, well, A Nightmare on Elm Street was based off of Wes Craven's dream. Like, he literally dreamt Freddy Krueger and and the the concept of being killed in the dream. Really? Kills you in I reality. didn't know all of that was legit shit. Yeah. Good stuff. So he, he dreamt that and then just, oh, okay, I got to write this down and then made a movie. By the way, if you're wondering, I, I play piano too. I say that I use my guitar theory to, to and I apply it to piano. Kind of just sounds like this guy going, boom, 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 in the background. <laughs> doom, doom, 
you know, just that's kind of like what I'm like. I'm like, yeah, here I am. I'm creating something. Listen to me. And people are like, no, you're not. <laughs> yeah. Oh, my. So uh, taking Ethan to see it, I asked him what he thought of it. And he he th- he said it was, he, he enjoyed it. Uh, but, I mean, there are a couple parts of cheese. Like, there, there's a part where... Uh, at the at the end with uh Nancy's mom where Freddie's on fire jumps on the bed and then and then essentially they sink into the bed uh right in front of Nancy and the police chief's uh, like he's dragging her to hell yeah yeah it's fucking scary uh, but there's like a skeleton of her mom with a very stiff arm that goes up in the air and it's like what the yeah <laughs> i remember that <laughs> what is what not cool <laughs> and uh oh and the the woman that played as Nancy's mom just she wasn't the greatest actor and i found like there were a couple times that she would like specifically pose in front of the camera and, and say like, like, all right oh, you're such an actress <laughs> don't be such a diva okay you're such a diva um the friday the 13th game i have actually been playing a lot this last couple of weeks just because <laughs> it's that time of year there's a yeah. lot of people online so the, my girl's been playing and i've been watching and stuff so we're sometimes we're the killer sometimes we're him but it's like one of the funniest things i saw i noticed i don't know if you've ever seen this but if you find his cabin you find freddie's or sorry jason's cabin yeah you can take the mum sweater yeah and put it on. Yeah. did that ever happen in the movies did anybody ever yeah that was that was in uh talk to me because i like i don't know the franchise like you do that was in part Two or in three. the second one? It, it might have been. It might have been part three. I'm thinking. Okay, I got it back. How but, bad but does was, he fuck up the person wearing his mom's sweater? How bad does he, he fuck them he, up? He, he doesn't. He can't. No, because uh, wh- because they start talking to him as if they're his mom. So it's like, oh, Jason, don't do this, Jason. No, you're being a bad boy. So how come in the game, if you throw the sweater on, you can't like tell him to go away? It should be like a secret, man. There's. There is a way that is uh, there. I'm yeah. gonna look into this. Yeah, look into this. But it's been. I gotta say, it's been a lot of fun. Um, playing Dead by Daylight, and playing these other survival games. Yeah, they're fun. But there's just something about, you know, you're in the cabin, right? Yeah. And then, and then you just hear of the proximity <laughs> chat of somebody playing Jason. <laughs> no, 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 no. It's I, we don't turn on the chat. We don't have oh, the headphones okay. on. We just play the game, right? People. We know they're chatting. It ruins it. So we don't do. We don't participate in that shit. But like, just just the ch- 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 ca- ca- yeah. the game, and then <laughs> the screen cut yeah. because he's chasing someone. You're like, fuck, is it? You know. And then the like I said, the um the the screen will get more black if he's on you. Yeah. But if he's on somebody near you, then it just gets generally like music. The music just picks up. Yeah. But sometimes the music is just like do 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 gong gong do 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 pop pop. You know what I mean? Like the violins are just like up there. It's like just all these piano chords like augmented. And you're like, is he near? And it's not close at all. And it'll build and build. And it'll just die abruptly. And you'll be like, he's right there, isn't he? Is he right there? Why'd the music stop? You know? <laughs> like, it's fucking scary. It's fucking scary. Yeah. Oh, well, that worked out. But you know what I mean? It's, it's scary in the game. Like, I get legit fucking freaked out. My favorite thing with that game, though, has got to be when you get the car. Okay? You get the car. You could boost it. You get the keys. You get the gas. And then you're driving, and he can just, like, 
teleport and be like, boom, and slam the front and fuck your car up and then drag you out, bro. I gotta say, Friday the Thirteenth, the game, like, <laughs> it's not updated, it's not sanctioned because there's all these, you know, the rights issues, political, yeah. Yeah. yeah, political background. We've talked about this on previous episodes about um, the people that are involved in the first Friday the Thirteenth movie suing and saying you can't use this likeness, you can't do these things. Um, you know, you can only use so many. You can only use X movies, not Y. And they're like, fuck you, it's a game. We've incorporated all the movies. And they're like, you can't do that. This, this is my copyright law is so horrible. Yeah. But anyways, it's a good game. I've had a lot of fun playing it. And it's made me kind of remember my love for the franchise. Yeah. In those moments, like the backbreaking and, and all that stuff. <laughs> if you had to pick your favorite Nightmare on Elm Street and your favorite Friday the 13th, and fuck it, let's just go with your favorite Alien movie. And your favorite scream, you know, like let's 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 do it. Let's knock a couple of these out. What are the best of those franch of these franchises that have like, you know, five or six plus? The best, I would say, Nightmare on Elm Street is going to be part one. Like, I agree. I'm with it. One was dope. Yeah. What did two? Now I wish I wish that could have been. Well, surprisingly, part two was actually uh, reviewed as one of the worst movies ever, which I which I don't understand because if you watch it, it's it's not a bad movie. It's actually it actually sticks with the lore and stories. They said Fight Club was one of the worst movies ever when they dropped that. And Shawshank, too. So what the fuck do they know? <laughs> Honestly, like critics are so... If you really want to appreciate a movie, just watch it and then read the reviews. That's yeah. a smart thing to do, no matter who you are, what you're doing. Because if you watch it and then you read the reviews and you're like, yeah, I agree. It's kind of how I felt. Then that's a legit qualm. If you are watching a movie and you're like, that movie was fucking awesome, and then you read the reviews and they suck, you know, that's how you know that it was like, okay, looking for attention. Maybe it was just kind of like, you remember when the, new, the Star Wars prequels came out and everyone shot on them and now everyone yeah. loves them? Like that. People shot all over Prometheus, the alien prequel, when it came out in 2012, and now it's renowned as one of the best ones of that time. So, you know what I mean? Just yeah. figure it out for yourself. But the first nightmare was the best. What about Friday? What's the best Friday? So, for me, I got to say... I do like part three. I do like part four. I like part five, but part six, when they have uh, full-grown Tommy Jarvis like wanting revenge uh, for Jason to the point where he goes to a cemetery to dig him up to make sure that he's in there. And then like, okay, he's in there. Let's just make sure he's dead and stays dead. And then they're using that uh, a fence pole to stab him. And then it gets stuck. And then it gets struck by lightning, and that like breathes life oh. into him. It's like, it's, it's so good. And this yeah. one, this and I forgot about that scene. You're right. I haven't seen six in time. Six isn't one of those things you see very often. No, and this one actually had uh, kids in the camps, while the counselors You're were right. like, "Okay, you stay here. You stay here." And the like, other ones didn't do that because they no. were too afraid to bring kids into it because it was a little too grotesque. Yeah, they didn't want to get like canceled or kept out, of, kept out of theaters. Yeah, yeah. Interesting. Nowadays, the it <laughs> <laughs> yeah. right. Just eats the kids. Yeah. <laughs> Oopsie daisy. <laughs> I'm sorry that I eat your seven year old. My bad. You know? Yeah. They weren't worried about it. But back then, yeah, there was like this moral code where they could they could be gross, but not too much. Um, okay. What's your favorite um, if you don't mind me grilling you because uh, for those that don't know, my shot pot homies the um Mark is the horror slut. Yes. He's not a horror whore because whores get paid. Mark does it for free. He lets every franchise grab him and take a piece of that ass and pass him to the next one. And he just <laughs> asks for more. He's like, that's yeah, okay, guys. Exactly. I can get more horror Bring on Bring it on. I get more horror on my face. Let's go, boys. Yeah. He knows what's up. It's like me with, like, 90s video games. You know what I mean? It's just... It's yeah. Like, so, that's why I value the opinion. So, 
these if, if you are a fan of these franchises or maybe you're new to them and you're wondering like where to start what's a good movie to just like you know download or stream real quick so we're gonna say check out friday the 13th part six Check yeah. out the original Nightmare on Elm Street and the second one because those. If you're, if you're gonna go down the road of Scream, I'm gonna say Scream. Let's part, talk about Scream. I'm gonna say Scream Part One, and then I'm gonna say Scream Six. And, ah! the, and, and the reason why I'm jumping to there is Nev Campbell's not in it, so it's not just a rehash of the same yeah. story which all the other ones were. Right. So we can shit on Scream for it is what it is. Is it still a good franchise? Yeah, I'm not gonna take away from it. It's still creative. It's still got some really good kills. It invented the black guys die first. Fucking thing. I'm pretty sure they were the ones that were like, no, yeah, no. we're, we're going to make sure we solidify that. Now, was, it, was it not Scream that everybody... That's where Scary Movie got that whole joke from. Oh, yeah, because uh, they made their parody with uh, Stab, the Stab movies. Yeah, yeah, but Friday, they all did it. And, yeah. But it wasn't until Scream that they were just like, we're not even going to fuck it. We're not even going to try not to make it obvious. Um, My favorite Scream... I really like Scream 3. Yeah, I don't know. I know they are all rehashes, but Scream 3 was shot well. It was kind of exciting. You know what I mean? They kind of got the formula right. By four, it was stale. You know what I mean? Four and five, it got stale. But by one and two, it was still like kind of cheap, B-list, not the biggest budgets. Yeah. By three, they had the budget. I think they did it right. I like three. That's that's my vote. Um, do you mind me asking about how you feel about the Saw franchise? I mean, Saw now has 10 movies. There's Saw 1, 2, 3, 4, 5, 6, uh, 7, I think. And then 8 is called... Isn't that the final chapter? Yes. Thank you. Eight is called the final chapter, but at the time it was called was Saw 3D. And then there was and Spiral. And then number nine was called Jigsaw. Oh, yeah, yeah, and yeah. Then okay. there, and then number... Um, uh, Spiral was an off. Spiral it was like was, a side quest. Was a side qu yes, it was a side quest. <laughs> uh, and now they've released Saw X, which is yeah. the 10th one, which takes place between one and two. So if the good thing I'm going to... We've told, we've said this before. We've reviewed the movie. We've both seen it. Yeah. You don't have to see any of the Saws except one and two to appreciate... Those mo to, to appreciate the new one, so go check it out. How do you feel about Saw? What's the best Saw? Uh, obviously, part one. Uh, anybody who says otherwise gets an immediate backhand. It's like, <laughs> so you're gonna fucking tell me that you were like, oh, that guy, he's gonna stand up in that first scene when the guys wake up. They're like, who's this guy in the middle of the room? I don't know. What's in the tub? Oh, it's the saw. Oh, let me try to cut through the chains. It's not strong enough to get through the chains, but it's strong enough to get through your leg. Hey, uh, that guy's gonna wake up in the middle. Like you, you, that's what you said. Fuck you. No, you didn't. No, you didn't. You fight blue. When that guy stood up with his fucking makeup, and you're like, he's not dead. That's makeup. And he put the gun down, and he locked those two guys in the room, and the movie ended. You're like, every every person that watched it was like, please be a franchise. Do not be a one off. Yeah. Like if this is a one off, and I never get to see what happens, who this guy is, what the fuck is going on. I, I don't know what I'm going to do. By the time I'd seen the first one, Saw 2 was already announced for theaters. and I, You could bet I was there. So I would say first two Saws are the best, but I do think this new one oh, yeah. needs to be put... Um, I would watch the first two and then immediately watch Saw X. Yeah. And you will appreciate the franchise more for that. Yeah. Any other big franchises? Alien. You got a favorite Alien? There's like five. There's Prometheus. There's Covenant. There's Alien, Aliens, Alien 3, and Alien Resurrection. I got to go with, uh, I mean, the story of part one. Yeah. Yep. Story part one for me was was the best. The I mean, for what it was at the time, uh, practical effects-wise, it, oh, was, it was you good. Know, you know the story, right? Yeah. I think we've talked yeah, yeah, about yeah, the we story. Nobody yeah. knew that that thing was going to come out of the guy's chest. Yeah. And that was Ridley Scott's intention. He's like, I need 
I mean, he knows that the 70s, he's like, I don't want this to be a cheesy 70s horror movie. Yeah. Like, I don't want this to be Ernest goes to dark death camp. You know what I mean? I need this to be scary in a legitimate way. And, and that balance is hard when you've got little, ah! little, little mini alien running around like a fucking, what? What did it look like? Like a gopher. The size of a gopher, <laughs> a fucking squirrel. And at the same speed, right? Like, how am I make that intimidating and not something we just go, ah, I got it, and kill it, right? How do I make this fucking genuinely terrifying? Well, and, and don't tell a single person on set, other than the practical effects guys, what the fuck is going on? Yeah. And just when you think the alien's the only threat, turns out there's an android on board. Right? Sabotaging so shit, too. So smart, so smart, so smart. And that is why Prometheus will always be my favorite, because Prometheus was another, number one, it's the only other Ridley Scott addition to the franchise where he sat down and wrote and came up with everything. This is the same man that came up with that sh- that that um, ventilation shaft scene. The, the, I would, I mean, you, we, we talk about Friday the 13th invented the first person kill. They invented that terrifying feeling of, of the camera taking the killer's perspective. Well, the, the first would still be Psycho. Because okay, okay, you're right, you're right. Okay, yeah. but we're talking black and white. Like, they really took it to the next level. Yeah. You know what I mean? yeah. Also, just the, 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 the creativity of the killing, you know, the knife in the one side and the second one in the, in the second side of the head. Like, just they were doing shit that was un, not done before. Alien, that whole idea of her going up in the, in the shaft and going left, nothing. Right, nothing. Ahead of me, nothing. Okay, we're safe. And then she turns around, ah! Right? That idea, it was like, okay, how do you top that? How the fuck do you top that, Ridley Scott? How do you do, how do you gonna, or the chestburster scene, you know, nobody on set knew it was coming out. Sigourney Weaver herself is like very famous for saying, I had no fucking idea and I almost quit the movie because it was like, oh, so he's here to fuck with us. He's here to see <laughs> if he can break the actress because they didn't know. Yeah. They didn't know he was building something iconic. They thought it was just a, a psychopath director going, hee 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 like the Joker, Mark Hamill Joker. Yeah. Trying to go, ha ha, look at these actors. Maybe I'll make something come out of his chest and scare the shit of them and half of them will quit. Ooh. You know, he didn't, he, they thought that he was a jester. He wasn't. He was a mastermind. So how do you redo that? Well, you make someone give birth to a fucking yeah. alien that tries <laughs> to eat them. That's how. You're really big on that scene. Bro, that fucking whole movie. <laughs> The whole movie, the scene where they get to the big room, yeah. and the one guy comes out and and he's like, and he just takes uh, Wayland and kills him, just smashes his head like, pfft. it's genius. That's probably what will happen if we ever come across that that which created us, whether it's God, whatever the fuck it is. If we ever come eye to eye with the entity that gave birth to our our life, it would probably do that. It would probably crush our little heads like you found me. Fuck, you're smarter than I thought. This is not supposed to happen. You know, like we would if we came home and our gerbil got out. What yeah. are you doing out? You pick him up by the back of his neck while he tries to bite you, you little fucker. Get back in there. Yeah, I you're, love you're not, that. You're I, not throwing him against a wall, you little fucker. Right? <laughs> right? That's what would ha- That's why I love that movie because it really illustrates the flicking a fly off your shoulder. Yeah. You know what I mean? Aspect of who we are. I love that. But then there's the scene with the alien birth. Then there's there's also when they're in that they find the structure and they send those things and it's it's building the structure, um, AI wise like it's building a map for them and then one of the little things just stops. It just stops. I like that you said that and there was a glass shattering. This is working so well, <laughs> but like it just stops and it's like, oh, there's, it can't get past this point. Well, we better go check. 
right? That's when they find the room with the ooze, with the fucking primordial, yeah. like like microscope. It's the alien isn't an alien. The yeah. alien isn't a monster that was created. The alien came from atoms. Yeah, it came from the most simplest, basic form of creation. The 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 very atoms and cells that make up our body. That's where it starts. Yeah, and that's why when the guy. You know, another android sabotaging a crew. So the same themes from the first alien are there that, that are scary. You know, the aliens are there, the sabotaging android. They're, they're still there in their creepy way. But so much more terrifying when you add this alien world where they don't know where they are, they can't contact Earth right away. I love it. Prometheus, I would argue, is probably... I mean, it's not exactly the most Halloween movie. Not as much as Halloween or Friday the 13th. But fuck, man. I, re- I took my sister to see it. She was like 13. And I ruined her. I ruined her whole life. <laughs> she, I ruined her. I was like, she, she's watching the scene where the alien broke out trying to kill her. And I just looked her dead in the fucking eyes while she's sitting there with her 13-year-old hands. Her 13-year-old nails scraped into the into the theater chair. So there's blood coming out of her fingertips from squeezing all hard. Like, Ugh! And I just looked at her dead in the eyes and I went, that's what happens when you fucking screw around with boys. That's what happens. That's what a penis will do to you. Stay away. <laughs> Tell you right now, she's 26 years old and has no children. <laughs> I did a good thing. <laughs> no, I do. That's my. I gotta give Prometheus my number one for the Alien franchise. Any other franchises that deserve our uh, Chucky? Oh, my girl would be so mad. She'd punch her in the face. She the new show. Yeah. She loves the new show. How do you have you seen a new show? We have. Uh, we haven't got through much of the, the Ta- second season, but we went through the first. How do you feel about it? Talk to me, because she says it's really good. It's paying homage to the to the movies. She's digging it. Yeah, I, I like it, but I mean, I like the idea of the the one doll over the the many. You have the one doll, and everybody's like, "What? You you think this is killing people? You crazy!" And all of a sudden, it's like, "Ah, the doll's trying to kill me!" Right? You ain't crazy. <laughs> you win. <laughs> um, it's how many? It's like Simpsons. Marge, Marge, the doll's trying to kill me, and the toaster's been laughing at me. <laughs> what? <laughs> what? <laughs> <laughs> oh Jesus. <laughs> okay, okay. So we've talked about. Yeah, we're at a fucking hour. It doesn't take long, eh? No, it doesn't take long. Any other movie franchises we should get to? What about Halloween? Talk to you about Halloween. You know more. I'll be honest with you. I've only seen Halloween H two O that I remember. <laughs> the other Halloween. Oh my god. No, the that- other Halloweens I saw, but it was like when they came out or like at the time. So I don't remember much, but H two O was mind, so big. I didn't mind Rob Zombie's first movie when when he was doing a reboot. I, I didn't mind his Michael that was Myers. Like 2014. Part two was just horrible. I'm like, why is there a chick on a unicorn? Uh, but the I loved the original. I loved John Carpenter. Just I mean the the ones that, that came out recently that John Carpenter signed off. Let, on. Let's just talk about John Carpenter. Does he have a bad horror movie? Is he not the? Um, help me out. He's the guy that also did the thing. Uh, what about the? Damn it! This is gonna kill me. Uh, Jeepers Creepers. Did he see the Jeepers Creepers? No, guy? he's not. No, Jeepers Creepers. is that Jeepers, Craven? No, not Craven. No, no, no. Jeepers Creepers was uh, was a separate guy who ended up being a pedo. Remember oh, we talked about that? Really? Yeah. Well, that's too bad. Those movies are really fucked up. Victor Salva. Oh, okay. Well, my bad. I do like Jeepers Creepers. I don't care. Is there two of them? <laughs> uh, 
<laughs> there's more than there was Jeepers Creepers two, three, and then there was Jeepers Creepers Reborn, and the new one was actually better than two and three. <laughs> the first one was pretty terrifying. The first the, one, I think, the first was one was really good. Yeah, the first one was the one where they're driving by and they see the guy throwing the bags down the hole, right? Yeah, yeah, and then that same truck ends up following them and rides them off the road. It's just really, really scary. And the but best but I do like the memes with like the whole uh, like license plate. It's like, oh yeah, so so you went to the DMV and. And officially applied for that license plate. <laughs> like they accepted that. Wow, your face is scary. Here's your customized plates. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> I always picture them. Or you know what? They don't say anything. They just go and they grab the plate and turn around and slowly exit the DMV. They don't say anything, right? Maybe he'd like flick his wing at him and. <laughs> or it's just like like a little slight nod, like <laughs> yeah. you know. I don't know. I'm sure. <laughs> I think honestly, I think that if if any Fr Freddie or Jason or anybody was in line at the DMV, like they just kill them all, like they're so yeah. fucking unrealistic. I went to the DMV not long ago. Here's a good horse. Here's a scary story for you. Woo! Try to get government identification. You know, very scary thing. <laughs> and uh, I had a debit card that I'd signed, and they're like, "Yeah, it's not an acceptable signature." And I was like, "What?" They're like, yeah, I was like, you know, I had to suck a guy's dick at the bank to get this card, right? Like, that's l almost what you have to do. You go to the bank without a picture ID, they're not going to do anything for you. You have to go down and show them the blood of your firstborn, bring your fucking dad's ashes, and bring your grandma's corpse, and then they'll give you an account. Like, that's how bad it is these days. Let's be fucking real. And they're like, yeah, we won't accept this signature card. I'll tell you, this some Freddy versus Jason shit happened at the DMV. Speaking of Freddy versus Jason, so Freddy versus Jason uh, just recently came Amazing on Netflix. Amazing movie. Uh, the story for what it is is amazing. Honestly, and the practical effects. They did a lot of practical effects on that for a movie. The only thing that I, that I would heavily criticize is the amount of blood that comes out of Jason for a guy that's been dead so long. Like, they cut off his he's fingers, boy, stab him with a bunch of rebar, and he sprays like anime. He's a big <laughs> boy, man. He's bled out. <laughs> I think the blood reanimates every season. <laughs> yeah. You know, the marrow of your bones makes the blood. I don't think he's got any... His bones still work. <laughs> I'm just saying he's probably producing more blood than we are, for Christ's sake, at this point. You get that supernatural power. Well, he doesn't eat, so, I mean, his bone density would... He does. He eats. You don't see... that. That's after they cut. He eats them. <laughs> after, I, think. I, don't know. I think he just pulls up the mask and goes, yeah. to, goes to town. Maybe just only on their genitals. I don't know. She's <laughs> like, oh my god, we we went to Camp Crystal Lake and everybody's ass and dick. What's and, for dinner tonight? And their titties are, go again? are gone, but the rest of their flesh is intact. You know, maybe Freddie's got a, or Jason's yeah. got a fucking fetish. Who knows? <laughs> Those are some damn good franchises, though. Um, anybody else? Any other franchises? I mean, other than that, uh, Leatherface can't leave out Leatherface. I love. What about the pin? Is the Hellraiser? How many of those so, are there? So hang on. So Leatherface. are there? So hang Leatherface. on. Leatherface. Texas Chainsaw Massacre. Uh, there was the first one. There was uh, a second one. Uh, I believe it was part three that had um, Matthew McConaughey in it. That game sucks. By the way, there's a Texas Chainsaw Massacre game, and it's like the worst survival game of all the ones I've talked about. Oh, really? Don't I've, like it. I, from what I've watched, I've enjoyed it, but. Uh, and then there was uh, the reboot that came out. The reboot, like, out of all reboots of every horror franchise, like, that reboot trump trumps them all. Like, I think you're amazing. right with that, yeah. When, when Leatherface hangs a guy on a hook and you see the hook come out his shirt and you're like, oh, I feel that. Yeah, because the shirt oh. doesn't rip. 
And then it's like, oh, you chopped off his leg. What do you got in your hand? Oh, just a handful of salt. Oh, this is going to be painful. And uh, he just, like, yeah, just, oh. <laughs> yeah, no, it's too much. Yeah. yeah, It's like that scene in Saw X where she's doing her leg, bro. I can't watch. There's some things I'm just like, <laughs> yeah. that, the salt. Yeah. He's like, just you see it. You're like, what's that? Then they came out uh, with the same director, same actor as uh, Leatherface uh, made a prequel called uh, Texas Chainsaw Massacre, The Beginning. Yeah, that. Yeah, 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 yeah. So I never saw this. I, I Also a really good movie. Man, so this is how sick I am. <laughs> so, Dude, we've, ta- we've <laughs> talked about how sick you are. So okay? I'm, so Falls I'm, asleep to the fucking, to the home screen of the Exorcist DVD where it's just like, ah! I'm coming for you. Ah, burn in hell. All these fucking horrific noises on a 30-second loop. And Tamara comes home from wherever she was. No, at it, was, some it, was it was my brother. Your brother comes home and sees Mark soundly sleeping on the on the couch with a little smile on his face because he's sick and he's trying to get over being sick. Well, this, like, ho- the most horrible noises you can imagine are playing on, like, full blast on the TV. Yeah. And he's just sitting there like, ah. I'm home. This is the man we're talking about. So tell me how you can so, make me more scared, please. So, so I, I had this nightmare one night where uh, I was at a, a pizza shop on the side of Arnold's a, pizza shop on the side of a road out in the boonies, and I was uh, with a bunch of friends and our, our I don't know we just pulled over we were hungry, and uh, and I went in to, ch- to check the prices of the pizza and I went in and I immediately got slammed in the face with some sort of tool that knocked me out cold and they threw me in the pizza oven and and closed the door door behind me and then i was just missing so one by one the people would come in not trying to be mean but i don't know if you'd fit in a pizza oven uh that is a small oven no no it's not a small oven it's very flat though no not if you go out to like pizza pizza it's like oh yeah yeah. i know what you mean they do like four at a time no, they do four at a time with that. Yeah. I know what you mean. They've yeah. got that big center. The center's yeah. really tall. So, yeah, right. so then my friends come in looking for me. Hey, you, you fit both me? of us in one of those, yeah. I think. Hey, have you seen my buddy? Uh, he came in here looking for the price of pizza. Oh, nobody's coming here. Ah, they and then and then like and then I woke up. I'm like, I need to go buy a, a Leatherface movie. And then I went out and I purchased Tix Chainsaw Massacre at the beginning. I thought you would have been like, get up and be like, I need a pizza. <laughs> <laughs> I need a pizza made of human flesh. And that is how Mark got the thirst for blood. <laughs> and that's why, it's similar to Dexter and Dexter's dad, once a year I take Mark out and I feed him. Yeah. I, I find one weird pedo or one trappy politician and I let him kill them. But like the funny thing is like <laughs> then he functions for the other 11 months of the year normally and does so, the podcast with me. So in my fun. nightmare, I'm in this pizza oven burning and like ooh ooh pain, <laughs> I'm dying, I'm dying. And then from an exterior view, I can see all my friends and I'm just thinking who's going to find anybody me? Anybody want to help? Is anybody going to be smart enough to find me or is this going to be like every other horror movie? Everybody's going to die one by one rather than them finding me or maybe they'll find me tucked away in a closet later. Just a dead body. Oh, yeah. Okay, there's Mark. His charred remains. I'm sorry, bro, but if you're in a pizza oven, they're going to need to use your teeth to figure out who the fuck you be. I'm sorry. <laughs> they ain't going to be like, oh, look, it's Mark. That doesn't happen. They're going to be like, uh, so I cleaned out the pizza oven and I found a watch. <laughs> yeah, you know? Or I cleaned out the pizza oven and I found a filling. Does anyone want to fucking tell me what happened last night uh, at the shop? Uh, no. <laughs> no, but can you imagine, though? You work yeah. at Pizza Pizza, and you're like, you know, like, hey, Mark, we'll clean out the oven, you know? You're like fucking high school, and you pull out that bottom tray, and you start scraping, and you're, you know, ding, 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 ding. You're like, what the fuck? That was the something. What fell on the floor? And then you go, and you pick it up, and it's like, dude, 
That's a fucking Philly. There is another movie that should have been done in the way it was first done. The Visit made old people very scary. Now yeah. there there was there was another movie called like Old People or something like that. But I mean, it doesn't capture just how creepy like when the kids think they're with their grandparents yeah. and uh and then like their mom doesn't even know that they're not actually with their grandparents. What about Exorcist? We're talking with the franchises. The Exorcist has a number of movies now. Like, yeah. Well, yeah, there was The Exorcist 1, 2, and 3. Bam. Then there was uh, Exorcist The Beginning. Then there was, um, I mean, there's The Exorcist Believer, which is the one that we just saw. saw yeah, now. so there'd be five in the franchise yeah. total. What, what would you say would be the best one there? Probably the original again? Oh, yeah, original. I think the original is pretty goddamn good, but you said that new one. Well, actually, nice, actually, nice effects. In one, the new one. Yeah, nice effects. But actually, one of the creepiest scenes that's noted in all horror movie history is actually from part three. And it's where the nurse is coming out of uh, a patient's room. And literally right behind her is a guy uh, basically in a hospital gown with the face covered uh, with shears to the nurse's neck. And it's like, oh, like just I can't fucking talk about that. So we're at, OK. <laughs> You're getting me. Okay, so, um, we're at. Um, we're at Spirit, right? And we're we're getting our costume stuff. Yeah. Earlier this week, and I get to the accessory aisle, and you know, um, I, honestly, Halloween, as much as I love it, and as much as I get into the holiday, like it doesn't scare me a lot. It takes a lot to get me going. Like that scene in the saw it might get me going, or you know, something. Like, um, there's a place north of Port Perry called Phantom Farms. They put you in a box. And oh, we got to go to Brawley Woods still. Bro, I already booked. I booked for next <laughs> Thursday. I'm booked yeah. for Thursday. Honestly, if you want to fuck around, let's go. Uh, I'm, I'm on evenings all week. I'm booked for Thursday with her next week. She booked the Brawley, and she's like, last time I went, I needed to be carried out. I was like, I got you. <laughs> <laughs> like, yeah, I'm like, I fucking got you. But anyways, Phantom Farms, they put you in a box and spin you, and then they you come out, and you have to drop, and then there's clowns. I was like... You got them. You got all the things in a fucking row that destroy me. First off, disorientation. I do not. I my sense of north, south, east, and west is very good. I like knowing where I am. As soon as I don't know where that is, I feel I, there's immediate anxiety. Right. Yeah. So they spin me. I get out. I'm like, I don't know where the fucking exit is. Now they got flashing lights. Right. So I'm like, okay. I already have part of somebody with glasses. You know, when you don't have your glasses, when the vision's gone, like there's an immediate panic. There's okay. I'm. I am now. Le I have now four out of five senses. You know what I mean? There's an immediate anxiety, so I'm disoriented. I can't fucking see. And then five clowns come out of these fucking sides, and I'm like, "Okay, you win. Okay, all right. I'm scared now. I'm not holding my girl, saying I got you, babe. I'm like, let's get the fuck out of here. You know what I mean? You're like, take her, save me, take this bitch, so I can leave. <laughs> no, so like, Phantom Farms is is it gets gets me it gets me in that way there's not a lot of things that can really 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 get me but that that's one of them those exact things yeah when you go to those types of houses um but what got me at spirit even though i wasn't in a scenario that was scary <laughs> was a giant pair of bloody scissors yeah she fucking goes hey look babe she grabs them you know shing, shing, like to be funny i'm like fuck <laughs> like there's a star full of children. Right? I'm just like, don't do that. <laughs> As you fucking clock her. Sorry, sorry. Yeah, yeah, I, sorry. I didn't mean to. Sorry, she crossed the line. <laughs> Some other kid over there that used to play clock tower when he was a kid was just like, thank you. <laughs> no, but, like I was like, I just turned around and walked away. I was like, nope. <laughs> like it fucking gets me. Sit. You could pull a knife. You could have the gun. You could have a mace. You could have. 
uh, someone's eyeballs dangling at the end of their optic nerve. It would not freak me out like a pair of shing shing scissors, man. I'm telling you. Something about it, because in the game, he puts them together so they're close. So, like, scissors are, are you know, malice, but when they're open, right? Because now you're in the line of fire. In this game, that's not necessary. They're closed. Like, they're closed, and he just goes, Kah! and puts them three, and then opens them up. Like, fuck! They're never dormant! They're <laughs> always dangerous! Like, I can't with scissors, man. The big, and it, not really scissors, but shears. Like, a big size of giant, like, hedge-cutting shears. Yeah. But with those scissor circles at the bottom, bro, I couldn't. I can't. That's, that gets me every time. So, yeah. <laughs> not very often I go into spirit and go, nope, not hanging out in this section. But I had to do it. So, uh, I love that. That's what this season's about. If you don't yeah. get that, at least, I hope I get it at Brawly. I hope I get a little bit of that Brawly Woods fucking. It just seems like every year, these places, you know, they get that one guy that, like, they touch them to, like, scare them. And then the guy knocks them out. And now they got to have a no-touching policy, yeah. right? They're the bad ones are ruining it for the good ones. A truly scary haunted house, a truly epic experience will have touching it. Will, it wish, will make you I wish I got to experience that at Niagara Falls. So when we were at Niagara Falls, we went in that uh, the haunted house yeah. during COVID, though. So everybody was keeping their distance. And so, like, Tamara's like, well, this she was still freaked out and, like, still, like, yeah. like, but, he man, but guys like he you man and me, gripping my hand. Guys like you and me aren't even. Yeah. It, we're like terrifying. That no. But yeah, yeah. You just said but, the one where I had my head in your back the yeah. whole time, going, "Let's get out of here." Yeah, but like, she, yeah, that wasn't she, scary at all. But she had said like normally they they there's a grabbing yeah. and they and, the, and they touch and all that stuff. That didn't happen because of COVID. And then recently, my oldest was there, and I and I was like, "Did they grab you? Like, did they? Did they physically touch and, you? And no, he, they've no, no, they did. They did. And I was like, "Oh, okay." Good. So I missed out on the like the true right? experience. I always like to try and put my penis as close as I can to them. Yeah. Okay. Uh, uh. Hey, you want to grab something? <laughs> yeah. Right? Yeah. Oh, that's a sexual assault they, they lawsuit. Go to, Woohoo, they're going money. to grab you. You just look at the ghost straight in the face and be like, "You going to finish this job? Because you started." <laughs> right? They're just like. Don't Start what you can't finish. Please leave. Yeah. Yeah. The the, the guy in front of us chickened out, and if you chickened out, they give you a free ticket to go through again. And so the guy gave us his free ticket. Oh, that's kind of nice. That's funny. That's yeah. fucking hilarious. Um. Yeah. Some of the haunted house experiences, man. They just they just get me. I think we should call that for part one. Uh, one second. One more story. So, okay. Uh, a few years ago, when uh, when my mom and I were living together, I was talking about how when I was a kid, I remember being two years old and meeting up at this green box outside of what we. What Man, I miss those days. How much cancer do you think we got in our testicles from sitting <laughs> in those boxes? Yeah. yeah, from what was rumored to be the haunted house on the block. So this house was rumored to be haunted. The kids said that uh, when my dad was alive, he'd he'd gone into this house and he'd spoken to the spirits. I. I couldn't necessarily say yes or no. I was way too young at the time. Yeah. But, but that's just what fascinated me. And so remembering. You this, sick little fuck. So <laughs> just like being two years old and remembering this. And my mom's like, yeah, right. Like you were you were two. You you couldn't remember this. My mom says the same shit. I'm like, man, I remember. Like then, I, it's vague, but it's there. And then uh, and then I was like, okay, well, what was what was our uh, our address in yeah, Brampton? Describe it. So so me. she gave me the address, and then I went to the street view, and I and I scrolled around on the street view. You're I was like, like yeah, there's buddy. the green box, there's the and there's the window of that house. Where that was we were this? Staring at Jacks, you said. Brampton. Brampton. Yeah. Interesting. Okay. Yeah. And uh, and she's like, oh, 
Oh my God! I was like, yeah, yeah. I'm like, I was so I fascinated by yeah. it. That's what. And, but she was blown away that you picked the street view. We're like, this was us, right? And she's yeah. like, yep. And you're like, I fucking know. I remember. Yeah. Yeah. No. Nah, no. Nah. That's <laughs> funny. That's funny that you could do that because I do the same thing with my mom sometimes. She'll say something like. I'll say some shit like, uh, do you remember having do it, doing this? Or We lived in a place with this couch. And she's like, you were nine months old when we had that couch. I'll be like, <laughs> yeah, yeah. So just for those of you out there that think your kids aren't paying attention, like a nine-month-old can retain something. It might, not, it might be one line of, of, of dialogue. It might be one color of a couch. It might be one fight you had, with, with, but, but we remember. You know what I mean? So be careful with that. That's fucking crazy, man. And this is the end of part one.